Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Playoffs? Fucking smartphone, my ass. Talking about playoffs? Or playoffs? Your oh, my smartphone's pissing me off. And playoffs. And playoffs. And smartphones. For the playoffs. Well, no, I'm just trying to pull something up and it's not letting me. Well, I'll let you pull your thing up. In the meantime, I will say... They did it. They did it. They did it. The Miami Dolphins beat the Patriots. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's what I'm going to start with. That's what we're going to lead with because... God damn it, that is awesome because today could not have happened without a little bit of help from those Dolphins who laid the boom hammer on Mr. Tom Brady. He was not having a very fun day. <clears throat> this is not um, the kind of days you look forward to as a quarterback in the NFL, playing the line for a team that pretty much hates you. Um, or playing against the line. Uh, today's line kind of looked like they hated Tom Brady the way they played. <coughs> a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but impressive nonetheless. I'm very proud of those Dolphins for doing us the big favor, giving us the opportunity, Denver Broncos the opportunity, to have that first seed. And we didn't, we didn't totally squander it. There was some bad play going on in the first half, to say the least. Let's get into that very first thing. First thoughts, impressions of the first quarter is it should have been 17 to fucking nothing, at least. At the least. Um, the Broncos were able in the first half to move the ball on the Chargers, but kept shooting themselves in the foot. Started to look very reminiscent of the Raider game, where a team yeah. was getting absolutely dominated. And but we were, we were giving turning the ball over. We the were just game. giving them the ball. Here you go. Here you go. Um, Brock probably responsible for one of those turnovers. The fumble the turnover, at least. Not. He did not read the blitz on the outside and get rid of the ball. He and didn't make the right uh, pre-snap read, Ryan Silva. That that's that is a a against Brock thing you could say. Uh, something he's going to be weaker at than Peyton Manning, who is the defense reading fucking genius, Einstein master. Grandmaster. He looked okay. Um, uh, I don't think they pulled Brock for any other reason except just to get a spark going because nothing was working. Um, <coughs> it had just gotten to the, we're getting beat now. We're losing, and we cannot get these guys on track. What what can we do at this point? The best call was made, honestly. It was the right call. They, they brought in the, the veteran backup. It pumped up the stadium a little bit. Uh, veteran backup, uh, Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame backup. Um, um, it was it was actually the right call at the time. It, it worked well. It pumped the guys up. They responded. It was ballsy some call. Crow eating um, today. It seemed to me like the way the play calling was going in the first half, there was a plan to get Peyton Manning in by the fourth quarter. Um, it looked to me like they were really trying to build. A large enough lead to get eyes on Peyton Manning in the field to see what he can look like. 
come playoff time. And that's I, I think that was probably a plan. Uh, I'm not going to say it's definitely a plan. They're going with we needed a spark. If that's the case, that's true. Fans obviously uh, were not thrilled with what was going on. It was not entertaining to watch them continue to shoot themselves in the foot. Bring a guy like Peyton Manning in, and he goes right down the field to score. Uh, that's huge. That is oh, absolutely huge. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think they would have put him in the game if we'd have been winning, except to just mop up. I don't know if it would have been to see what what he has. Um, I I think that it was. I really think it was the spark that was necessary that for this particular game. Uh, that being stated, what do you think this, the plan is for our playoff game? We'll jump right into the plan. Yeah. Jump right into the well, plan. Well, no, let's not jump right in there. Let's talk about DT and Sanders and some other big plays made today. Big, well, <coughs> big time Sanders, guys. you know, uh, DT was huge today, right out of the box. He was ready. Running right down the field, making great catches again. Uh, DT looks energized. This team looks energized. They are getting healthy. They are getting happy. It's not like last year. It doesn't feel like last year where it felt like we were going into the playoffs with no spark. Um, That if we can't run the football, the game's over. Um, That we had, we look, you know, last year we looked beat up, man. We were beat up. We were. Beat the fuck up offensively. Defensively, guys were just banged up, and we need a week off and home field advantage. We need the ability to run people into the dirt <clears throat> come playoff time. Um, uh, quick look back at the season, if you want to recap just the Broncos. Um, pretty much averaging around the uh, 20th. In offensive statistics, mm-hmm. kind of just around where the where they are. I don't just say yards, touchdowns, all that shit. That I mean, if you want to basically box everything up, they're about twentieth. Um, yeah, not very great. Right. Not a very great offense. Um, <clears throat> a lot of that is Peyton Manning driven influence in the early part of the season. Um, but defensively, we are top five in. Every category you can be top five for in defense, along with being number one and a lot of important ones. Um, yards, pass yards, um, things that are important. Um, well, we finished as the number one D this year, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we were the number one number defense. Number one defense, in the with, if, you're, if you're going by yards, and that's how pretty much everybody ranks your defense, mm-hmm. uh, number one defense in the league. A prediction made by both of us being a year because we're fucking smart. We like to pat ourselves on the back because when, when we else, get to fucking a because we don't get to, but one out of every four chances. So when it happens, we like to gloat. We do like to pretend like you know we're kind of smart. Um, interesting things that I like to think about. Things that I think are important: uh, first downs and uh, third down efficiency. I I think those are two. Of the most telling stats of all the stats in football, I think those stats are the most telling. Um, the Broncos' offense 
versus the opponent is about the same. Um, Broncos 79 to 20, 224 third down conversions, opponents 80 of 227. When you look at that particular stat, what I see you to that is the offense needs to really get it together and convert third downs. Well, if you're not converting third saying, downs, you're not scoring touchdowns. Exactly. Third and downs and, are one of the and most here's, important here's, the here's the thing, is if you look at that particular stat, the reason why those comparing those two particular stats is important is, if you think about it, that means our offense is playing as though they're playing the best defense. Around well, I guarantee that we're in the, so I guarantee we're in the top five for third down stops defensively. Um, oh, I'm, I'm probably top two. Um, I, yeah, I mean third down, there. third we're, down percentage. We, we I'm stop people on third down. First and we're, we're one or two. A lot, a lot, a so, lot. So, but but, but to to look at it, you know what I'm saying? We're top five in every defensive more ca- times category and number one in a lot of them. Basically, our offense is like facing a number one defense without facing number one defenses, which isn't good. We well, it's been a struggle move, all year. Need but to move the ball and need to, in, especially in the playoffs, you need to convert third downs in the playoffs. So going forward into the playoffs, it's going to be important that we get the running game going. It's going to be important to have CJ healthy. He looks healthy. He sounds healthy. It'll be important to have CJ on the field. I think CJ needs to start. Uh, offensively, um, Sanders' fumble is unfortunate. It's that was bad. The, the the pick off Norwood's hands was was, was yeah. Bad. And I, I I normally you know would go with a quarterback a former quarterback like Phil Simms' opinion on such things, but he didn't throw that ball too hard. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. That ball was per right where it needed to be. That ball was it, oh, absolutely. That's where I'm going with that. Is I don't. I don't agree with Phil Simms' assessment on that, that that ball was thrown too hard. How unusual to disagree with Phil Simms. The look of dejection on Jordan Norwood's face is all you need to know to know whose fault he thinks it Nobody is. Nobody was looking at the quarterback on that one except for Phil Simms. So, to me, that one was on Jordan Norwood. And it's not to say that, that, that uh, Brock hasn't had issues with a little bit of arm strength. Um, and when I say issues, it's sometimes throwing the ball a little too hard in certain situations. That just wasn't one of them. That ball was... He, he maneuvered his arm a little bit. He dropped it down, kind of threw it sidearm, put it right on the button. It wasn't at all everything he had. It was just a good throw, good firm throw, right where it needed to be. Um, tough game. They didn't pull Brock because he was sucking. Brock had over 200 yards. Brock completed more than 60 or more than 70% of his passes, if I remember correctly. Um, it's uh, It was a good performance by Brock Osweiler. The offense just wasn't showing up with them. I mean, the, the fumble by C.J. Anderson to start off the fucking second half was was awful. <laughs> it was so, so deflating. It was, they, they needed something. At that point, that's the fifth turnover of the game. You start looking to make changes. Just like when Peyton threw his fourth interception of the game against the Kansas City Chiefs at home. You start looking around at what you can do to get the game going. Because at this point, it's not about, well, we can come back next week and play well and still do something. Nope. At this point, we got to win the fucking game to get the number one seed. We lose this game. We're the fifth seed playing next week. On the, well, no, we'll be, at, we'll be uh, on, the, on the road. Would have been on the road. We'll be in a wild card. Um, so it's just not, it, it was the right call at the time. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. 
but I have an idea. Let's get into the idea. Here. Let's get what I think. I, what's going to happen is is pretty simple. It should be for me at least. Start Brock and just know that you can bring in Peyton Manning if you need to. I'm bring him in off the bench, sixth man of the year. I'm going to elaborate on that just a little bit. Start Brock because first of all, that's the right thing to do. Brock didn't play poorly enough. First of all, people are listing as being benched. He wasn't benched. He was pulled. No, it was a different situation. It's a, it, when you pull a court, it, he, they pulled him. They did not bench him. He was not playing so poorly that he needed to sit on the bench. No. He was pulled to get a spark from a guy you'd expect to give the team a spark, and that's what they did. Going forward into the playoff game, uh, I don't care who we're playing, we're going to start Brock Osweiler. That is who's going to start. That's who should start the game. So, going forward, it'll be Brock. If he plays poorly, you will put Peyton Manning in. Now, here's where I'm elaborating on that point. When that happens, that's it. Peyton Manning is now the quarterback for the remainder of the postseason. You can't go back to Brock after that because you can't risk it. Can you go back to him next season? You can, and to, to... Go move on to the next season point. I think everybody here is in agreement that Peyton Manning will not be in a Broncos uniform next year, um, barring him taking another eight million dollars cut. That's you're not. He's not going to get fifteen. He didn't play to fifteen million dollar potential this year. Uh, so, and going forward, you need somebody in the future. And Peyton Manning is not the future. He's the past. So. Going in the future, I think Peyton Manning's gone. I think Brock Osweiler will get re-signed by the Denver Broncos. They'll probably have to overpay him a little bit because there's a lot of teams out there with really bad quarterbacks. It depends, on how, go it depends on how many people are reaching out. And I'm not too worried about what we're going to have to pay him. I'm not terribly worried about what we're going to have to pay him because I know it'll be less than Peyton Manning money. It's so, going to be less than him. It's, it's going to be less than $15 million a year. He hasn't earned a... Joe Flacco needed to win the fucking Super Bowl to get $19 million a year. Ryan Tannehill didn't. Ryan Tannehill did not, and a lot of people are looking <laughs> at that kind of now, looking at that as like, maybe they sort of overpaid. Oh, maybe? Well, we all knew. We all knew ahead of time that they were overpaying for Ryan Tannehill. Because a he's, a guy, he's a guy who had proven nothing. But that comes back down to, I guess, how desperate you are. But, Coach, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that because if, you, if we win a Super Bowl, to be honest with you, that, that, that relieves pressure for things for a while. You don't have to be great again for a while because you just won the Super Bowl. So that's kind of what happens to Super Bowl teams a lot of times, especially in salary cap football. They've won their Super Bowl, and now they want their money. So that's that's just how it goes. So I wouldn't be totally deflated by it. But we we've talked about how there's lots of things the Broncos can work out, guys they can move to make money happen, to get keep guys will be a basis for a good team. This team's still a good team without Peyton Manning. This team is still oh that's that's clear to me a good team without Peyton Manning. This team is still a good team without Von Miller. I, I still think that's a really good defense without Von Miller. Is it as great because you have a guy like Von? Obviously, Von Miller's a great. It changes player. without him, but this defense but was still I, I think highly. I think we're still a, 
a top five defense if you have to move to Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett on the outside. Uh, obviously, you keep the more big guys you start taking out, the worse the team's going to fucking get. Well, luckily, I don't think we're going to have to do that. I don't think there's going to be a lot of a fire sale going on. I think I think uh, we're. I don't think gonna... this is the. I don't think this is the Baltimore Ravens uh, of the future. John was really good with the cat. Oh, he, he's 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 thinking three four years down the road all the time. He's, he's I'm not worried. We're gonna we're gonna year, franchise people. we're gonna franchise Von Miller, and then we're gonna we're gonna pay uh, Osweiler something like five to seven million dollars a year, uh, probably just a two year contract. We're not gonna we're not gonna oversign him because we don't have to. If anyone else wants to really come get him and take that chance, we might just have to say, okay, bye. Because um, he's not worth the money yet. That's why I, th- I mean, that's why I think a two-year contract is a good deal for him because then you, you know exactly where you're at with a guy like Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. And then, then sign him. Then give him, give him, give him the money. Or I hope say, that's what or, they're thinking. Or pack your bags and say, uh-huh. Trevor say, Simeon, it's your time to see what you or, got. Or whatever else has happened down the Maybe road. Maybe we draft who another knows? guy. Maybe there's another. Who knows what happens. Who knows? Uh, who knows? I'm, I'm not worried about Gary Kubiak messing around with quarterbacks. I like him working with quarterbacks. Um, he's good with them. His quarterbacks so, are successful when he's yes. running the show. It, I mean, Matt Schaub had a complete and total mental breakdown uh, in his last year with the Texans. And threw like six pick sixes in a row, or in, in consecutive weeks or something to that effect. Weeks, yeah. He 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 basically lost the season for him, and Kubiak paid the price. That's how that goes. But before that, they were they'd won twelve games and thirteen games. They had gone to the playoffs twice and done that because he turned Matt Schaub into a capable quarterback. Schaub just couldn't handle it, so. I'm comfortable with what we with what we got here. Now Manning is definitely not the future. That's that has been shown. Um, I hope it can end graciously. Um, I hope it ends with a Super Bowl win. But it just, a Super Bowl and just walk away. It just has to end. It, it, we have to just. It's like it's like someone. You just got to cut the cut the cord. Now it's it's over. It's not Peyton Manning's football team anymore. For that that three and a half year span that it was, it's changed. Shit is moving on. Plus, he's going to be fucking 40. So, bye. It's the NFL. This, this isn't, you know, a law firm where you hit your stride at the age of 40. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not. That's not how this it's not how this works, people. He looked healthy. He doesn't have to play that much if he does play. He's only got to play a couple games. He's going to have time to rest for another week. Um... He'll be ready to come in, but I really think you got to start Brock. You can't bench him. He didn't have the kind of game that you bench a quarterback for. So we shall see. We don't know where John Elway's head's at. You know what he wants to happen. You know, I guarantee he wants Manning to come back in and play well and win a Super Bowl because then he's justified the $15 million that he spent on him. Then he's justified the way that he completely caved under the pressure of negotiations with Peyton Manning and his people. That's a... that's that's the ideal scenario for John Elway, and his in his ego. It's for everybody. I, it doesn't it doesn't make me happier if Peyton wins it, or Brock Osweiler wins it. We're I, happy if we win the Super Bowl. I'm no just who's quarterback. I could give a fuck who our quarterback. And you is know, at the end of the, the day, it is the ideal scenario that way. Nobody looks foolish. Yeah. Peyton gets a Super Bowl. Bronco fans get their Super Bowl. Everybody's happy. And then he gets to leave. He's got two. He got it done twice. On two separate teams, amazing new records for Peyton Manning. His, 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 uh, 
his his wins record will be broken in the playoffs type shit. Um, we'll see, dude. We'll see. But I, I we we know where we stand on it and what we think should happen. Never do know. He got in finally. Finally, he didn't look terrible, but you know that happened in the Green Bay game where he didn't look terrible and then he fucking fell off again. So hoping just, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's that's. That's the fear. That's the inconsistency that we've dealt with all season with him. So we're gonna take a walk back down memory lane real quick. Aww, we don't have any clever songs for that because we don't do lane, shit for this show. Memory lane, <laughs> we're walking down. That's not a clever song either. See, if we'd have been prepared or had a band, a band, a shooting the gap band. Doug, we're working on that. Put a pin in that one. Right next to the press passes. Banned. Banned. Ah. <laughs> Boop. Uh, We're memory Half the it. teams I had going to the playoffs, this is just me personally, uh, went to the playoffs this year. So I am not very good at picking playoff hopefuls. Uh, I gave a lot more people credit than they deserved. <laughs> the Cowboys. You didn't tell me you were doing this. I would have researched mine. I, 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 we can go next week. I'll eat the crow first. I'll eat the crow first. I, I will take the the only thing I predicted is a Broncos buy. Um, it wasn't a number one seed. I, I was way off on the Colts, but that's not my fault. I feel like Andrew Luck got hurt. Everyone was way off on the Colts. Uh, everybody. Year. That Super Bowl contender. I think people, a lot of people, have them in the Super Bowl this a year. A lot of people. So I'm not, I'm not too sad on that. Obviously, uh, way off on the San Diego Chargers and the Eagles. Yikes! Uh, I was looking pretty sly with my Falcons prediction, but not very smart on the fucking Panthers prediction. Not that anybody had them going 15 and one. So no, people had maybe a win in the fucking playoffs. Getting like a, a wild card or some shit, but definitely not, not in that division. Definitely not best record in the playoffs. Um, but uh, you know, it is what it is. It's just, oh just shows how how hard it is, really, at the end of the day, to uh, project the season. Um, I got in between on the the Texans. I was a little in between on them. Um, I said. Eight and eight. Then I said, wouldn't be surprised if they were ten and six. They went nine and seven. So hey, Fox didn't. Fox ended that one. I don't have my notebook that got full, <laughs> so I didn't research any of this. Do we even have that notebook? Yeah. Oh, nice. So next week, Gonzo will eat crow or shove it in my face. At how much more right he is? We shall see. He'll probably shove it in my face if I remember right. A lot of his predictions were probably closer to what happened this year. Not necessarily, but we'll see. Maybe, hopefully. Who cares? Uh, high-fiving. Ugh. Got tree high-fives for this week. Today's A special Black Monday edition of high-fiving. Black yeah, Monday. There will be uh, firings. We already have Jim Tomsula, Chip Kelly, Mike Patine, and the GM. Gone! Everything! Gone! Out the door. Take your shit and leave. Um, sort of saw Tom Sula coming. 
sort of saw Chip Kelly coming. Mike Patino's a little shocking. I think he rubs people the wrong way in Cleveland. I don't think he gets along with people Because he's there. a winner or... Is he, Ryan? Well, he was like Cleveland when Cleveland was there until, his, until he blew lot. his knee out. And then <laughs> after he blew his knee out, he had to go to guys who sucked. Well, I, I think uh, what might be said with the patine thing, petting, whatever the fuck. Patine, petting, whatever um, it is. Did they just pick Johnny Manziel over over him, basically? You know, I I wonder if if that was... His him and the GM pick, that was their pick. If that was their guy, and the way he's worked out, it was because remember the the coach that was there two years ago, the one that coached for a season, can't even remember his name anymore. Um, he didn't want to draft Johnny Manziel. So, if that was their pick, um, then that's not his fault, uh, or that is his fault. Um, if it wasn't, then it's not his fault, and he's just the goat. Uh, I still kind of feel like he's the goat. Because that, that team is not particularly talented in the first place. It's got a lot of rebuilding to do. Um, they got a lot of pieces to fucking fill in there. Quarterback being one of them. As soon as you have a able quarterback, um, then you can put the coach on the hot seat when the job don't get done. But if you don't have an able-bodied quarterback in the first place, I don't understand stripping your coach. Uh, well, it happens all the time. It does. Uh but, you know, Cincinnati Bengals is a team, an example of sticking with a guy even though he's not. Yeah, but that's a one in of 31 teams. Everyone else cleans house so quickly. That's one example of a of small it's one example. Of it. It's one example of a franchise who used to clean house quite frequently until Martin Lewis got there. And didn't have to win him a playoff game to stay there. And still hasn't won. <laughs> stay there. Yeah, they're, the Cincinnati are the, are the model... Franchise. I'm not saying model <laughs> franchise. I'm just saying a model of a franchise who, if you stick who with sticks it, with a guy, <laughs> you can build a team instead of. Well, they'd be great for Peyton Manning. Then they should get him, and they'll they'll all just stick with him. They all stick. Just stick with each other. I'm a sticker. I'm not giving up on him. He can't quit him. Can't quit that man. Number five. Uh, hot Jim, seat. Jim Caldwell. On the hot seat. From Detroit. From Detroit. Let's, we did let's not... alternate these like we do the other ones. Okay. Uh, number five, Jim Caldwell. I have him as number five hot seat. I I could see the, the Lions getting rid of him. I don't think it would be fair to do it right away because he did turn the season around after it looked like it was going down the fucking toilet. So. Yeah, This now they're just hanging out on the edge of the toilet seat. On the edge of the toilet seat, which is much better than being in the toilet with the poop. Number five. Oh man, that that story I'm reading about the guy getting locked in the no good in the porta potty. God, it just got worse. This dude's, it's a revenge story by Stephen King. This these guys had business dealings with like lots and property, and he called him out there to talk to him and said he was going to cave, and he had pulled the gun and locked him in a porta potty, tipped it over. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> King's really stretching for what constitutes horror nowadays. Oh, it's not a horror. It's not a horror compilation. It's a bunch of short stories he's written. Oh, okay. Throughout like thirty years. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just stuff that he. Like, ah, yeah, he wouldn't have even published some of them. <laughs> yeah, part of body. He doesn't just do traditional horror again. anymore. You know that. Uh, number five. Number five from me, uh, Mike McCoy from the San Diego Chargers. Uh, I think when it goes to that level and 
relocation is in doubt. Um, seems like there's a whole lot of change coming to the San Diego Chargers in the next few months. That generally signals that a coach is going to be part of that change. We're not, we're not, we're not taking you with us, Mike. Thank you very much. You can stay in San Diego <laughs> if you like. I mean, we won't be there. But, but we're not taking you. So you're like Dave Mustaine. We've kicked you out of the band. <laughs> you're going back to San Francisco. Number four, Mike McCoy. Because, well, yeah, I mean, he might get all let off the hook from the injuries this year. The Chargers were a beat-down team. I mean, that... Them and the Ravens got beat, bit by the injury bug pretty gnarly this year. Yeah, but Harbaugh won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, so he so, gets yeah. to keep his job. That's why he gets to hang out. <laughs> they stick in Raven's land. They, they, they stick. stick with you. Uh, number four for me, and I'm a fan of this guy. I have been Steve Fisher out of St. Louis. I don't know if it's working out there. Jeff Fisher? Uh, Jeff Fisher. I don't know why. Steve Fisher is the coach for Michigan when they had the Fab Five. But whatever. He also won a national title with Glenn Rice. I see. I'm not stupid. Um, Jeff Fisher just doesn't seem like it's working out there in St. Louis. The quarterback play didn't progress this season with the new addition um, of uh, Foles out there. I just don't know if it's the right spot for him. And he got a lot of love in Tennessee. Like, there was some bad years. He didn't win that division all the time. I think he only won it, like, twice. I think they were in the wild card a couple times. This is a very competitive division. You have a very good defense, and they didn't perform very well this year. Steve Fisher's my number four. Uh, my number three is Tom Coughlin, because, you know, they keep saying they're going to fire him, except for this time he didn't win a Super Bowl, so he doesn't get a stay. Maybe. Uh, my three through fives are my maybes. Possibly might be looking for new job kind of guys. Uh, my one and two are the guys I'm almost positive are going to get canned. So number three, Tom Coughlin. Uh, number three for me is Tom Coughlin as well. I anticipate him being fired this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my three two ones are all guys I think are going to get fired. Um, it's just it he's not responding. The players don't seem to be responding to him very well. And the way that he handled the whole Odell Beckham fiasco, or how I should say uh, didn't, didn't handle it, uh, it seems like he might be just done in his own sense as well. Maybe he wants to be a coordinator, go front office type guy somewhere else. Or maybe go be on TV. Or go be a, be an analyst. Be an old guy analyst. Everyone old will guy. love you. Who, old, everybody loves old guy yeah, analysts. Yeah, everyone loves the old guys. Uh, Tom Clothin makes my number three. Uh, my number two, he's got a meeting tomorrow. That's not good news for you. If your name is Chuck Pagano, people have been whispering you might get fired. And you have a meeting the day after you do not go to the playoffs. After... We just mentioned the Super Bowl boundness. Um, also, four, also, four days after you had to fi- sign some quarterback that hadn't been playing all season to come play for your football team. <laughs> who, who last time he was on the field looked very terrible. <laughs> Josh Freeman hadn't been playing ball for a while, and he did today. Lucky him. Might get another shot somewhere <laughs> thanks to today. He played not, not, not too bad today. Um, so, yeah, number two. Chuck Pagano, you got a meeting tomorrow. It's Jim Mersey. You're fired. Number two for me is uh, Jim Caldwell from Detroit. I think everything is done in Detroit from what I've been hearing and you've been hearing it as well. They're going to fire sell the shit out of that. You used that word earlier. 
that seems to be what is going to happen in Detroit. There's been talk of Stafford being gone. There's been talk of Calvin Johnson being gone. Um, just revamping the whole damn thing. So that's why I put Doing my... full Cleveland on it, huh? Yeah, that's why I went Caldwell that high, because it just the way that the, the stirs out of Detroit and all the inside info, supposedly. Um, my number one is Jeff Fisher. Um, he comes in with a lot of clout. Uh, the team isn't any different after the RG3 trade than it was before the RG3 trade. They're still looking for a quarterback. They are still a good defense. They are still an offense who has a good running back. They are still the same things they were before they said, Hell yeah, give us a whole bunch of picks for the RG3 trade. What has he done with them? He's done nothing with them. Is that his fault all the way? Probably not. Imagine there's a general manager or two that needs to be fucking fired in there. It rarely is. It's rarely all the head coach. Unless you're Chip Kelly. <laughs> well, then you're also then the it's jet GM. All your fault. Then it is all your fault. It, you fucked up. <laughs> and he fucked up when he said, well, I should be fired. Anywhere else I'd be fired. Yeah, well... Press conference isn't over yet, but Press conference is not over. <laughs> they still have to call you upstairs. Uh, my number one is uh, Chuck McConnell. We have the same list. It's just put together differently. And we didn't look anything up. We just know what's going on in this league. <laughs> you can um, see the looks on when you your have faces. A, when you have a meeting, it's like guaranteed to be fired. I remember seeing it and, and saying, oh, so they're just going to fire you in the morning. and let you sleep tonight. Dread it. The pain's in your stomach. Kind of like when everybody else fucks up at work and you're like, I'm going to get called into the office for this one. I know this one's going to happen. Not getting away with this one. Uh, And Pagano, absolutely, it's not all his fault what happened in Indianapolis this season. But he's going to be the casualty. They're going to try to go get a big guy. They're going to try to go get a big guy. There's talk about Nick Saban getting offered whatever he wants. There's talk about... Chip Kelly possibly still being in the league, I guess. Maybe he can go coach Alabama after they leave, after Saban leaves. Today. He should go to Boulder. He should. Go coach Boulder for a little bit. Go coach the Buffaloes. And then wait for your... That, I'd be happy if you brought that program back. I'd be ecstatic if he went to the CU Buffaloes. That would be so fucking They'd be on TV again. Yeah. It would be cool. And would... he would be able to... He knows that he could bring guys in. Like people know, Chip Kelly can coach football, and he's he can coach college football, and he's a good recruiter. He'll get guys Sweet. from out in that region. He did it in Oregon. He can do it. If you can get people to go to Oregon, you can get people to go. And to Oregon's Oregon. beautiful, but I mean, you have to sell the campus. You have to sell that type of lifestyle over like a USC or all the southern mm-hmm. schools, over all the schools in Florida. So I mean, you have to sell it and make it worthwhile. And Boulder's always been a beautiful campus. Got a great stadium. Uh, really a liberal town, but but it's it's okay. <laughs> I mean, they're just like overly. It's the most right wing left wing town you'll ever meet. <laughs> Power rankings. I don't like things. Uh, number five. Kansas City Chiefs. We're eking out a win against the Raiders. You're going to stay in the top five, Kansas City Chiefs. 
Number five, Seattle Seahawks, because I think they have the best opportunity right now. No offense to Minnesota, but they get to go to Minnesota and play a game. Um, it seems like they're going to be in the next round of the playoffs going up against the Carolina Panthers and their weak receivers. Weak, weak receivers. Um, I, I'm picking Seattle at number five. Number four, Seattle Seahawks. Moving on up. Right, nice. I think they're the most dangerous team in all the playoffs, uh, both conferences. If I had to give somebody the nod on the most dangerous team, I would not want to fucking play right now. Wouldn't want to play them. Don't want to play these guys, but we'll probably have to. Number four, I got the New England Patriots. They is who they is. They're a second seed. Um, they still have a very good chance to go to the Super Bowl, so there you go, New England Patriots. Uh, number three, the Denver Broncos. Barely eking out a win against the San Diego Chargers gets you to not move on the list at all. Sorry, Denver. No, you, you got to stay there, but I, I have them at three as well. But this is a division game. The Chargers, we don't blow the Chargers out very often. We generally... We keep it close almost We we, we should have blown them out today, too. It just didn't happen. But we, we play division games tough. Our division is better than some people... Would have said six weeks ago. We have two playoff teams in this division, so suck it, suck it to number two, sliding off the number one, the Cardinals, who got smoked by the most dangerous team in the playoffs. This is their worst performance of the season, without a doubt. I think. Yeah, I didn't see it, but they definitely got their butts kicked. That's gonna put you at number two. That's where they're at on mine. Uh, and then Panthers. Panthers are number one. Still, would this none of this means shit once the playoffs start. That's one of the best thing about playoffs. It, throw the records out, dude. Um, you got you got everybody's, good teams. Everyone's everybody's ready to play. O and O. Yep. And you go home if you lose. And so. the sixth seed is has, as we know, won the Super Bowl so more than once. So it's um, it's this. This shit means nothing. This is going to be an entertaining playoffs. Entertaining playoffs. This looks like a great playoffs. Interesting note with Chip Kelly being gone, and possibly Coughlin, and also possibly Jason Garrett. He didn't make either of our lists because Jerry Jones is an idiot. There could be three new coaches in the NFC East next year because I know the Redskins aren't parting ways with Gruden right now. Uh, not, when, got, not when he brings that the team. The shit's got the, on track. They, not when he brought track. that team to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, and he really willed the shit out of that team. They're on track. He didn't play RG3 today, and he could have. He said, fuck, fuck it. that. I'm putting in Cousins. He's my boy. That's who <laughs> I'm riding started with. Cousins, and then he... He got a big lead and sat him down at halftime. It's like, it's picture go. perfect. It's when you script something like that as a coach, that's what you'd write. I want to get my guys some playing time, but I don't want them to play the whole game. Uh, but I want to be able to pull him out with a lead. And that's exactly what he got to do. That's that's the unusual story of the year. I mean, there's, a, there's a few, but when we recap the whole thing, we'll spend some time on the Redskins for sure because the way that turned around for them, that, that whole shitty division, and the Redskins finally took it on. Finally took it on, Doug. Yes. Doug's tired. Doug? Okay. Do, you have a, do you have a top five, Doug, for you? I do. You do? It's Mel Gibson's birthday. Oh, that racist son of a bitch. Happy birthday, you anti-Semitic bastard. So, uh, you, we were going to do top five movies, but you wanted to change it up to top five roles. Yeah, I feel like we've done movies. 
But we're doing characters anyway, so... Doesn't matter. Who would like to go first? I'll go first, because your guys' list is always more entertaining when it comes to movies. I got a, I got a feeling we're, we're all pretty much in the same ballpark. I would think so. Uh, it's not like he has maybe a Maybe like, a curveball here and there, but... Nothing not too, too crazy, many. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, uh, I like, didn't feel like... run. You know, it's like, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Ryan's like number five. What a girl! Number wants. five chicken. What women want? What women want? Whatever. Did not even come close to making my list. It's so good. The movie is pretty. good. The energy between him and Susan Sarandon. It's so good. No, what's her name? Um, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Helen Hunt. Yeah. Saw her naked in a weird movie. Oh. Unfortunate. So it just wasn't erotic. But she's not that kind of hot. She's like, not masturbation hot. But like... I'd fuck her. <laughs> but I wouldn't jerk off to her. Does that make any sense? <laughs> what you're saying is there's better options. When, when you're deciding who to put on, you know, your eyelids... Um, yeah, there's a lot better options to jerk <laughs> off to. Uh, number five. Mad Max. Max? Max. Mad Max? The Mad Max? Uh, that number five? Yeah. Uh, number four. Mr. Brett Maverick. Oh, Maverick. Oh, Maverick's good. I like that movie. That was a good movie. It is a good time. A bit long. It kind of it starts to run a little bit longer after you've seen yeah. it a few times. It, it's longer than like just get the goddamn like last card game, please. Uh-huh. God, it's the like last card like, in the, phase moving the on. last card in the last card game takes fucking forever. Ew. It's like watching the fugitive. Just hurry up already. <laughs> uh, number three, Jerry Fletcher, conspiracy theory. I like it when actors play crazy people. It's very entertaining. Especially when they're action, action stars playing mm-hmm. crazy people. It's, the best. I mean, he's not totally crazy. That's the point of the movie, but right. Um, he's just misunderstood. <laughs> uh, number two. I feel like one and two got to be on everybody's, but how's Riggs not? Your number two is Riggs. My number two is Riggs. Because my number one is Porter. 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 Number two is Riggs. I know number one will probably be Riggs for you. So. It's not far-fetched for one to believe on this show. Yeah. Um, dog's love of Lethal Weapon. He likes the Lethal Weapon series. I like Shane Black. That's my thing. I have a weakness for Shane Black. Um, I'll go next. My number five. Shane Black sounds like a bad name. well whiskey. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. <laughs> <laughs> It does. <laughs> Two fifty. Okay. Oh, here we go. He put some coke on top of that. <laughs> a lot. A lot of coke. Uh, number five, Maverick. Number four, Mad Max. Number three, Porter. Number two, won the Oscar for it, William Wallace, Braveheart. And number one, yeah, Rick. True. I mean, it's not true. I just thought... <laughs> oh, the movie wasn't true. It's true that he won the Oscar. I know. Yeah. Eh. 
<laughs> you didn't like Braveheart? Uh, I like Braveheart like as a movie. I just don't know that I like him. Like oh, no, him? no, I'm talking about the, the lion from the Care Bear Cousins. Oh, cool. That Braveheart. Got it. All right, we're good. Never mind that. Was that the same person? I don't know. You guys remember the Care Bear Cousins? No. They were Care Bears, but not Bears. <laughs> they were Care Bears, but not Bears. Right. What were they? Dogs? Uh, it was a lion, a raccoon. Why are they called Care Bears, then? They're Care Bear Cousins. That doesn't sound correct. Moving on. Because the cousin of a bear would be a lion or a raccoon. Or a dog. I've had a dog. I've had a dog. I don't care. <laughs> well, Our that's partner. not very accurate. Isn't that a movie where the kid gets possessed? I don't even the know. Exorcist? Right no, Care Bears. I think it was two the, where the kid gets possessed. No, I think that's right. Remember the movie where the kid gets possessed is Exorcist. <laughs> the one movie. The, that one. <laughs> yeah, the only movie. movie. That never happened. The only one that matters. I was, I was confused between Exorcist and Care Bears too. <laughs> um, We're well, almost the same movie. My list is not much different than most everybody's, but looking at what he did in his career, these are the most obvious choices to make when you're thinking of Mel Gibson. So, Chicken Run. The Chicken from Chicken Run. No, I'm kidding. Uh, number five, Jerry Fletcher from Conspiracy Theory, because. It's an awesome fucking movie, and it's a character. Plus, they say his name. They say Jerry in that movie probably 200 times. So even if you didn't like the movie, you'd remember they go full Titanic on it, right? Yeah. Jerry! 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 Don't you say that to me, Jerry! Don't you say that to me, Jerry! Like when, when Big Lip's over there fucking crying, all snotty and shit. Rose! That toothy girl from Mystic Pizza. Julia Roberts. I almost said, I almost said Matthew Lillard. I was like, who snottily cries? Matthew Jack. Lillard. Jack. Uh, number four, Porter. Porter fucking rules. Uh, Porter could have got higher, but the other ones are just a little more iconic, in my opinion. Um, Payback is one of my favorite um, movies in that of that era of that genre. I like it a lot. It's funny. Violent as hell. Sexy chicks. Hard to watch when you're a smoker in the theater. Good lord. <laughs> so Everybody smoking. I saw that with yeah, uh, with our friend Rob. We were both sitting there like halfway through like, I want to go have a cigarette. I'm going to miss something. Yeah, you'd be missing something too. Mm -hmm. Lots of smoking. Uh, Max is number three. From Mad Max. Um, Rockin' Toasty. Just, uh, just a great character of the film series that has lived on and been reborn. Um, best movie I saw last year was the new one. Number two, Martin Riggs, because he's crazy, man, and he's got a special bullet, and he likes the Three Stooges. He lives in a trailer with his dog. A couple of them by the fourth one. Picks up girls at the grocery store. Sleeps with... Rene Russo. His bosses. <laughs> People investigating him. He's, yeah, because she was AI, wasn't he? She was, didn't she? Yeah, she was the she nurse. Was a, she was, yeah, because they were investigating, what was it, Murtoff when he killed the son's friend? Mm -hmm. If I recall right? Yep. That was with the cop killer bullets. Yep, that was, that was the, that was number three. That was the lamest. That was three. That was the lamest bad guy. It's the ex-cop who's 
right, right, building right, a right, crime right. wave. Four was the uh, triad, right? Right with yes, Italy. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Two was the South Africans, and number one, one was, was uh, Jake Busey. Or, uh, Jake Busey. Jake Busey. <laughs> Fucking Gary Busey was the yeah. military. Ex-mercenaries. You know, those guys, Project Phoenix. Guys that went off the grid. We're off the grid. Off the grid. Gridless. Number one for me, Reverend Graham Hess from Signs. I put him in number one just to piss Doug off. <laughs> if, if you didn't get to hear that sigh, I did, and it was worth it. <laughs> We won't make you show your work. Totally worth it. We know why you did it. <laughs> but no, Signs was a good movie. It was alright. It was alright. Each one of his is only half as good as the one before it. Shama, 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 Longa Ding Dong, or whatever the fuck his name is. The, the new one was alright. The one about the grandmas, the grandparents. Oh, Home? Home? No. Home, Home Depot. I don't Lowe's. remember. Yeah. Lowe's. Me and Cat went and saw it. It was cool. Definitely. The one the elevator was stupid. That was a terrible movie. It was Saw in an elevator. It was. But like not as good. It was oh, gay in an elevator. That's that was a stupid fucking movie, dude. Nah. Airbender it, was bad. Didn't watch it. Didn't need to. Had absolutely no desire to watch that piece of shit looking movie. He's made some bad ones. Mm-hmm. The Happening is one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever seen. Mark Wahlberg fighting trees. Yeah, he, he's so annoying in that movie. He literally tries to talk to a tree at one point. He's so bad in that movie. He's good sometimes, but I'm Mark Wahlberg you, pisses me off too. So I'm, I'm telling, like, you, I'm you, telling you, I'm telling you, if you just look at the premise for any of their <laughs> movies and then try to guess who is in it, Mark Wahlberg or Nicolas Cage, you could actually stump people. Because if you gave someone the plot to the happening, it could go either way on that one. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, if you said Mark Wahlberg would be in Wicker Man, I'd believe it. Yeah. Nicolas Cage, like, can say no. He doesn't. doesn't have to do these things. <laughs> and he still does. Is he out of tax trouble? I mean, is he... He's got to be fine now. No, he's still broke or is something. Is he still broke? No, he's blaming being broke on other people. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't follow any of that. I don't know any of that. He's like, you guys lost my money. Well, you gave them the money to lose. All I know is I was surprised that Wesley Snipes was back in the country. So, He needs money. He That's why he left no. the country. Yeah. He needs to say yes. Blade is broke. They need to redo Blade. They talked about having him come back as, as Blade. He in, could. In the Marvel movies. I'm like, there's your fucking in, there's your fucking money, swallow your stupid pride, go do it, on. go get $25 million for doing a Blade picture. Mm-hmm. Or just, or just being Blade. Yeah. Just being Blade in Avengers 3 and 4. Yep. Or whatever you want to call them. Um, That'd be badass. Yeah. To like see Blade pop up. like yeah. Black don't crack, so he can... He can play that part till he's like 60. Which he's probably pushing. He is probably old. Mm-hmm. He's got to be. <laughs> he he's got to be probably in his 50s. Old. I mean, time is a linear progression, but yeah, like he's got to be in his 50s. Like Mid-50s. At least close to him. Was it, are we going to look that up? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, oh, you're uh, looking I was that up. before you even asked. Okay. Well, you're looking that up. Playoffs. Playoffs? Duke? How about Duke winning? Are you talking about Duke. Yeah, playoffs are going to take quick time. i got to pick four games. 
Whoa. <laughs> I like to talk about it. We're going to talk about it every fucking week. That's right. He's 53. 53 years old. Well, he can't wait for Avengers 4. And he kind of looks like the guy from Mad TV in this picture. Avengers 4 isn't going to come out for like another guy that was in years. Mad TV and Double Take. And Orlando. Not Bloom. You know him. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones, yes. Yeah, look at him. He kind of looks like him. Doesn't he? <laughs> for Schlitz Mount Lecker. Schlitz Mount Lecker. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, Duke won. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they look good. They beat Boston College, yeah. and it was good, and we rejoiced in it. Uh, getting into the heart of basketball's NCAA, the NBA, the Warriors. They really need that Steph Curry fella. It's not the same team without him. Anyone that says. Steph's only good because of the guys surrounding him should watch that team without him out there. And it's a go, completely different thing. They'll go, oh, I guess the Warriors are only good because Steph Curry I guess Steph Curry is that good, so quit hating on the fact that the guard's changing. LeBron's been in the league for 13 fucking years. This shit happens. This NBA or college basketball? This is NBA basketball. This is CNN. But we're into the meats of the seasons. Nuggets are not going to go to the playoffs. It's not looking very good, is it? Nope, not happening. Uh, I think the last time we mentioned the Nuggets, they have like a win since then. Yeah, he didn't win the good. Oscar for Braveheart as playing Braveheart. He won Best Picture. Was it Best Picture? Yeah. I was going to say, they didn't give him the Oscar for that. It was terrible. No, all he does is paint his face and die. He didn't even keep the accent going. <laughs> he... I love you. It comes and goes. It's close in and out. Always half. Always half. It's like, you are so acting. And William Wallace waiting. was like seven feet tall, and we get Mel Gibson. <laughs> Sorry. Nuggets aren't going to the playoffs. It's just not happening. Uh, San Antonio is still right there. They're not being talked about because of the run that the Golden State Warriors are on, having only lost one game. Well, I think they lost another one recently. Uh, but the Spurs are... Have only lost five, and they're they're upwards of twenty four victories as well, playing some damn good basketball, getting everybody hooked up in that in, on that team. Guys are getting their minutes down, the rotation is starting to work, everyone's falling into where they need to be. San Antonio is very dangerous. Cleveland, what's up with Cleveland? What is up with Cleveland? Not that good. Just not that good. Um, Kyrie hasn't played most of the season. He just came back. Um, I know that he makes that shit go, but I am not going to sit here and say that every point guard that LeBron plays with is terrible and they are the reason that his teams don't achieve what everyone expects LeBron James teams to succeed. He is a fucking selfish player who does the same thing all the time. He has... Not evolved in his game. He is not making his teammates around him better. Doing any of the things that great players have done throughout the history of the NBA. He's just playing. I don't see any fire from him unless he gets to throw down a dunk. Even Outside when he throws that, down the dunk, it's, not, it's there. not even... It's almost like, you know, this is what I do. Yeah, I agree. No fire. LeBron's, LeBron needs... He needs something. He needs to get fired up, man. 
Yeah, he's he is not out there playing with that with anything, dude. He doesn't look like he has intensity anymore. He I agree. He used to play with intensity when he was in Miami. Mm-hmm. He played with like intensity. His first run in Cleveland, there was a different there was a different LeBron before he got to Miami. And like on his way out, shit just changed. Like that last year, that last uh, finals series that they played, it just he, he retires. It just doesn't look right. They're, they're not blowing people out as they should. When you have Kevin Love and LeBron James on the same team, I give a fuck who your point guard is. All he has to do is not turn the ball over. Make plays. It's, it's not... I, I, I don't know what's up with LeBron. I don't know. I'm not a fan of his anyway. doesn't hurt my feelings anyway. Oh, basketball... I, oh, sorry, it's late. Um, but I do want to kind of call out basketball fans a little bit for voting people who don't belong in the All Star game. Um, Kyrie Irving uh, could end up with enough votes to be on the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, I think and he's season like the number one point guard in, in the East, and that's Eastern Conference. Fucking stupid. Um, I'm sorry you haven't been playing. We love Kyrie. Know the store. Duke. Dukey fans all the way. We love Kyrie. So there's no this isn't hate on Kyrie. Um, it's not Kobe hate either. But it's ridiculous for those guys to be leading at their positions. I don't mind Kobe. It makes sense for me for Kobe. He's on his way out. They let Magic Johnson play in an All-Star game uh, 92, I think it was, 92 or 3. And he didn't even play that whole season. So um, the All-Star game is for the fans and is voted by the fans. If the fans want him there, let Kobe go play in an All-Star game. It's not like you need him for defense in that game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a glorified scrimmage with alley-oops and three-pointers and very little defense played. I think it's a. I think it's totally fine. The Kyrie thing, I don't get. But again, it's a fan-based system. That's what the fans want. That's what they get. And I'll tell you this: we're also talking about NBA fans here. Not the brightest bunch of fans in sports. <laughs> These guys are a little off. So, I mean, if if it's going to change, it's going to have to come from another area. But if they want to. Vote for a guy to start at point guard in the Eastern Conference who's not going to be able to play. That's their fucking prerogative. <laughs> I will agree that it's their prerogative. And I do agree that uh, fans should have a say. And because, you know, fuck, it's a, the word star is in there, right? Um, it doesn't decide who has home court advantage or anything. It, it doesn't... Nothing silly like yeah, that. It's, it doesn't do anything. What sport would actually do such a thing? Let their all-star game decide anything. Full of really smart fans as well. Oh, baseball, Doug's what we're talking about. It's baseball that does that. Doug doesn't know that. If the, I know Kobe doesn't play baseball. If the Cavaliers were playing in, in the Western Conference... Maybe for fun. Okay. If the Cavaliers were in the Western Conference, they'd be a four seed. With their record. They're number one seed at 22-9, and nine, but that is not the record you would expect from the Cleveland Cavaliers this year. Bulls are at 20-12. Heat are at 20-13. Raptors are 21-14. There's a lot of teams that are right in the same area that the, the Cavaliers are. They're, they're not holding on to much right now. 
They don't hold much. Basketball. And Gold State's 30-2. and two. Records. How long is Steph supposed to be out? Not that long. It's not supposed to be a gnarly injury. So, But uh, he didn't play and they lost. So that's really the important thing on that. Is that's how much he matters. They're not the same team without him. I, I don't think that's even arguable. Anybody who would argue otherwise just doesn't watch basketball. Some other good stories this year, but I think it's... That would be like to... saying the Patriots are the same team with Ryan Mallett as they would be with Tom Brady. That's just not true. For some reason, people are reluctant to give Steph Curry the credit that he deserves. Again, basketball fans, but... He he uh he's he works hard. He's turned his game into an amazing deal. Everyone says all he does is shoot. Bullshit. He's got incredible uh, handles. Drive the lane. He gets to the lane all the time. He gets rebounds. He gets triple doubles. He gets assists. That guy is a basketball player. A full. Uh, I tell you what, player. he's on he's on his way to being the best guard. He he has a shot. He's he's gonna shatter three point records. Shatter them. Um, you don't have to be a freak of nature to play basketball is what Steph Curry pl- shows you. He shoots like a freak of nature, but he's not 6'9", that's the, 270 pounds. That's the freak pounds. of nature part of him. Yes. The... He, he's not 6'9", 270 pounds, running a 4'3", dunking 13-foot rims. You know, that's that's what LeBron is. That's what T-Mac was, Kobe. Those guys who were just big, athletic freaks. Steph Curry, very athletic, big to average man standards. Not in the NBA, and not the athletic part either. He's not the same build and speed and t- power and toughness of these guys, but he plays the game smart, and he's smooth. Dude, dude's a fucking baller, so just give credit where credit is due, fans. Please. 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 What can we talk about the playoffs? Playoffs? Please. Let's, get, let's get on to it. Please. Let's go. Uh, so, Broncos, Patriots, or AFC will start. Uh, we'll go with NFC first. Uh... Panthers and the Cardinals are one and two. They, they will have the not bye. be playing this week because they are awesome. Uh, Vikings got the win tonight. You guys will know already. Uh, they get to play Seattle. We were trying to figure out what's the smartest move is to do you throw the game so that you don't have to play Seattle. But you got to play all your games on the road. Unfortunately, I just don't think that's a realistic way that's to just approach not a football way, game. Not at all. A way I, don't, I doubt that you can, especially when you have a chance at the division title, stuff like to beat the Packers. You don't, you don't throw it to play a lesser opponent. That sets up your whole shit fucked up. Well, and, and, you, you and, go and out the reward, and the play reward you for, for going to play is uh, Washington. But that's, I mean, hardly a reward when after that you got to go play the. Panthers, well, it's the so. playoffs either way. You're, it's not supposed to be easy. So if you start looking at the shit like that, I'm going to throw the game. No, I doubt that that was even considered. No, I'm not saying it was considered at all. Just uh, you know, conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that that would happen because that is, if you have that kind of mentality, that's you're not going to go anywhere anyway. That's what everyone was saying. The Broncos were saying last year they didn't want to go to New England. 
blah blah blah. And so just so let's just lose. Let's just lose to the Colts so we don't have to lose to the Patriots. Yeah, I don't think so. That ain't happening this year. Uh, I don't think that was the case last year. Anyway, they just were beat the fuck up and got beat. So. Um, no, I'm saying that's I know. Uh, that being said, um, I, I think they get the immediate exit from the playoffs from the Seattle Seahawks. I can't. They they dangerous. They scare me. That's this is this is the one that hot. every this is the team that everyone says is the hottest outside of the, maybe the Chiefs getting a nod in that. Minnesota's a good team. Minnesota's not a great team. Minnesota has a young quarterback. Minnesota has questionable talent at wide receiver going against that secondary, and they're going to stack that box because they can with Cam Chancellor and stop Adrian Peterson to make you beat their bests one-on-one on the edge and Earl Thomas out there. Uh, I, don't, I don't see how Minnesota can win this game. It's got to be the Seahawks. The only way I can see Seattle pulling out a victory is running the ball with AP. That's they're gonna have to run right into him because that's yeah, what they're, they're gonna, gonna be taking have, away. They're gonna have to be running right at him, and he's gonna have to just do do what AP do. That's the only way they can win this game because they are not gonna. If AP can't run the ball, that's it. You, you know as well he, as I do, that's what the Seattle's taking away. That's, that's exactly that's, what they're that, doing. And you know Pete Carroll's going to do that. You know it's it's going to be big men in the box all day long. Yep. And then they have to beat us on the outside. So prove that you can. Uh, that's their only their only shot. Uh, I don't think, like you said, talented wide receiver is good enough. Um, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is good enough to beat this defense yet. He's on his way. He's making some good decisions, making yeah. some better throws. Yeah, just, his, this kid's on his. He's a work in progress, but he is definitely progressing. He's definitely getting better as he plays every week. So no, he's a good quarterback. I like. Um, come on, record. I think we jumped on that bandwagon, that Teddy Bridgewater bandwagon. He's just not there yet. Not for not for this team. Um, Green Bay at Washington. I think this is a very fascinating matchup. I think this will be the best game next year, next week. Uh, of the games next week? Yeah. I agree. If Andy Dalton was healthy, I would say Cincinnati. But We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Green, Bay and, Green Bay and Washington, though, I think that's... I think the reason why we are going to say it's the best game and most fascinating is because of the teams that are playing. Both of these teams... Yes. Both of these teams that are playing... It's not because they're they're both really good at different times of the day. Sometimes they show up and they're incredible, and other times they don't fucking show up, and they make games really exciting because they fucking go absentee for a couple of quarters sometimes. And then they show up and come back, or they show up and make it a close game. Or, or Washington's been playing really well. They have, they have been for a few For the weeks, last five, five weeks, six weeks, they've been playing really, really well. I like the role that they're on. They're at home. They got that shit worked on. They got it going well, dude. Um, I think I just talked myself into picking Washington. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Redskins. The way that this, this, what this game breaks down to for me right now is the lack of weapons for the Green Bay Packers <laughs> and how it has hurt them this season. They just lost another game today. Um, 
where their receivers could not get open. Could not get open. Uh, the Washington Redskins are a good defense. They got good defensive backs. And you know they what? put up a good pass rush. They're good up front. They're, they're real good up front. The Green Bay Packers are not very good up front. No, we we uh we know that from watching the Bronco game and other games that that he's played. It, you can get pressure on him. You can get pressure on him. They're going to. And this is in Washington. That stadium is gonna be rocking. They are gonna be happy. Um, I uh, I didn't need to be talked into it. Already, I was a little bit on the fence about it, but I, I'm taking the Washington Redskins beating the Packers. It just seems a fitting way for this season to end that way for the Green Bay Packers as well. Just how everything has been so wrong. <laughs> everything has been, we're going to have to do this to get this done. And they won't get it done any week, and they, they lose all the big games. It just seems fitting that this is the game to lose on the road against the Washington Redskins. Washington natives. Real, real quick, Doug, Seattle or the Vikings? Ooh. Uh, what did you guys say? Don't ask. Don't you're tell. Not, you're not allowed to ask. You got this playoffs. You got to pick them. Playoffs. Man. I got to pick them. Okay. Uh, we go. Fuck. Vikings? We picked the Seahawks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Washington, Green Bay and Washington? Washington, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati and the Steelers? Uh, probably Cincinnati. And oh, Kansas no. City and Houston? Kansas City. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what's taking them so long. It took me a second to cycle through Well, the it's the playoffs, so I have to ask. But now we're going to move on to the AFC. Uh, Broncos, Patriots got the buys, respectively, one and two. Um, Steelers in Cincinnati, division game. Steelers looking hot. Cincinnati gave them fits. I think this would be very exciting if Andy Dalton was playing. Looks like it's going to be A.J. McCarron. Is there, have they already said that? Um, the early reports are that it's A.J. Still having to start A.J. McCarron. And that would make the Steelers the sixth seed, right? Yeah. So that would mean Pittsburgh comes here. Yeah. Joy to the world. Well, they're going to be minus a player like they always are every time they show up. Yeah. Um, if, if they're starting A.J. McCarron, I don't know if they got enough to do offensively to beat the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But... You never do know, but I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then they'll be here. Um, I am also picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they didn't look very great against the Cleveland, but we were talking about how Cleveland just gives them fits. That's another division game. It's, it's Cleveland, no matter how bad Cleveland is, they give the Pittsburgh Steelers a run for their money. They don't always win. Let's let's make sure we clarify that because that's it's it's similar to what we do to San Diego, where we pretty much beat San Diego, but not always. But we out. pretty much we pretty much, they play us tough every time, no matter how bad they are. Same thing with the Browns and the Steelers; they play them tough, no matter how bad they are. Yep, division games. Um, that being said, offensively, I think the Steelers are rolling. That's too much. 
too much firepower for this team. Yeah, since he's got a good defense, but I just I think they're gonna have to be on the field a lot, and they're gonna just the longer you have to chase around Antonio Brown and the rest of those guys, it just wears on you. I think their one hope in this game is that Antonio Brown sprains an ankle because if you can make it just only have to worry about Martavis Bryant and uh, we we uh, Wheaton out there. And Hayward Bay, I guess. Um, but if all you had to worry about is Wheaton and Martavis Bryant, I, th- I think that defense can handle that those two. So uh, maybe Antonio Bryant gets the flu or something. Eh? You know, uh, maybe gets a cold. Doesn't run so hot. Maybe uh, that's that's their chance. Is Antonio Brown not not because Antonio Brown still gets the ball even when Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing. So. Not so much. It drops off. It does. Well, it's drops off as it's going to. But considerably. I, I think no you still. I, I think you lose. You lose. Ben is a would be a big blow, but I think losing Antonio Brown is the biggest blow. I think they could they could beat Ben Roethlisberger without Antonio Brown. So, but that being said, Steelers, Kansas City, and Houston. What what Houston has going for them in this game is it's at home. That's about it. No Jason Houston, Tomba Ali's been injured as well. Maybe that helps as well. Maybe Tomba doesn't play next week. But this KC defense has been playing lights out lately. The offense has been playing at a level they haven't played in in Kansas City for a long time, probably Trent Green years. Um, this is this is a good Kansas City team. Good Kansas City team. Uh, I don't think they're going to have any trouble going in and beating the Houston Texans in Houston. I know the Houston's got the defense. I know they got J.J. Watt. But he's going to have to do a whole hell of a lot in that game to make that to make that a victory. Kansas City wins the first, its first playoff game in 21 years. I'm with you. Kansas City wins. It's going to be the wild cards advancing in this one. That's kind of why I didn't want to play wild card weekend. Because you play wild card weekend, yeah, you get one at home. But you're going to have to play a tough opponent. So I'd rather play week two where I'm going to have to play a tough opponent anyway. Who had to really go out and beat the shit out of somebody else first. We, we want to... Well, we're coming off the bye. And we're coming in healthy. That's why I wanted the bye week. I think we this this Broncos team, even if we had the number two, could still beat the Patriots in Foxborough. So I, I, so I think the Patriots are a very beatable team. They are. The, the funny thing about this is what my guts told me about the playoffs, especially the AFC side, is we know it's wide open, but wild cards could easily go to the Super Bowl. It Absolutely. Could, it could be the Chiefs. It could be the Steelers. I think the, I think the wild cards could easily be representing the, the, the conference game. So I mean, and, and the NFC. This could be this could be a game. This could the be, AFC conference could be game could be it played could be the Pittsburgh in Kansas Steelers City against the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Two wild card teams, two number six seeds. Yeah, who came in very hot. Could very well be like that. It's a it's a wide open deal this year. Wide open. No it great is. teams. Um, great, great parts of teams. Denver no has, great teams. Denver has a great defense, and they get to take it into the playoffs. Uh, that's that's a great. But it's a great piece of momentum. It's a great way to go into the playoffs having the best defense in the league. We can beat anybody, but anybody can beat us, unfortunately. Uh, real quick, scariest team uh, in both division or conferences. 
Both conferences? Which one? Well, I'd have to say Seattle and the NFC, obviously, and then probably probably the Chiefs ahead of the Steelers. Because the Steelers did lose last week. Uh, like I, shit. I think I would agree with that exactly also. Um, your two best hopefuls for Super Bowl, your two most likely outs. My hopefuls for the Super Bowl? Well, your two your two teams that you think they they can even be in the same conference. You could think they still have the best chance to be in the Super Bowl. Which two teams? Which two teams have the best chance to be in the Super Bowl? I think Arizona still has a really good chance. I think that Denver Broncos have a really good chance. Uh, the first outs are going to be the Houston Texans and the who is Seattle playing? Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings. Those guys are out. Guaranteed outs, in my opinion. I will say the same thing. Um, with the exception, I think, my, my two best chances to make the Super Bowl uh, would be Panthers and Arizona. I mean, I know they're not in the same conference, but I'm saying talking about the two teams that I think have the best chance. Uh, See, even though we think Seattle's the most dangerous, we still think the best chance lies in one, with one of those teams. Why? Because they have the home, for, the home field advantage. They do. That shit matters in it, the playoffs. It really does. Uh, there's a reason why the six seeds don't tend to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the statistics, which I already have, it's exactly in thirds. One-two has one-third. 3-4 has a third, and 5-6 has a third, right. and Super Bowl wins. So trying to break it down like that, what it tells you is you have a shot no matter what. But I really like my chances of not having to go on the road. Um, there's a reason why teams just play better at home. No travel, no lag time, comfort. The other team has to interrupt their life schedules and their workout schedules and their, all their schedules to come to you. So... Uh, but I think the two most put together teams in this tournament is Arizona and the Panthers. So I think those two. Yeah, those are the two. First out, uh, I'm with you all the way. Vikings and uh, Houston Texans. I think those are the guaranteed wins next week. The other games are up for a little debate, possibly. 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 Well, ladies and gentlemen, shooting the gap. Would like to welcome you to a new year and say thank you. Oh. We are uh, excited to get things going and blibbity blah blah blah, good tidings and all that fuckery and the goopity goop. Oh yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacn.com podcast.com your home for almost bacon and banjo